0: Welcome back to How to Be a Better DM. Uh, let's jump in with today's warm-up topic. Tanner, your D&D group <laughs> of five is suddenly and permanently moving to a D&D group of four. One of your players is leaving for whatever reason. And the rest of the players love having five characters. So you now get to create a character that is actually your character. You will be playing. What character do you create? Okay.
1: Uh, for my character since I would not want uh you know especially since I'm the I'm the DM I don't want too much involvement what I'd probably do is I would take it an existing NPC like from the story and I just embody them and they now tag along right and mm-hmm. at that point it just depends on what it is so I'm gonna in order to really go with the spirit of the warm-up uh, yeah. I'm going to say that it is a a halfling, a halfling who specifically uh, is like overly empathetic. You know, that's kind of like their character uh, flaw slash quirk, where they're just like, any time that a player is like, like hurt at all or inconvenienced, they just they're like, oh my, oh my goodness, I didn't how how are you even alive? You know, like they just like get overly concerned. Um, yeah. and, and that's kind of the character quirk in terms of what they are. Uh, I'm going to go with cleric, just simple cleric. You know, I think that that's like, um, in terms of an NPC that I would have fun going back to over and over again. I think that having a cleric who's like overly empathetic, um, and maybe like a little nosy, You know, like trying to get confessions or the equivalent of that from players and being like, hey, you can you can trust me, you know. And I think it's a good chance for one of my favorite types of humor, which is annoying people. Um, No, I'm I'm joking, but uh, but I I think that would work out well. Uh, Let's say that he's a um, a halfling cleric named uh, Dunder.
0: I love that. It's funny that you say halfling cleric because in the campaign I'm running right now, like a lot of sessions back, I actually did introduce an NPC who was a halfling cleric to tag along with the group for a while. So, you know, been there, done that. Mm. Uh, But uh, welcome back, listener, to How to Be a Better DM. I'm your host, Justin Lewis, here with my cohort, Tanner Wayland. Hello, guys. And today we are here to help you learn how to craft better stories for your players as UDM Sessions of d and uh, And today we're actually going to talk about a big challenge, which is how to engage players who don't necessarily seem to be engaged. And before we get to today's topics, let's go through some housekeeping items as usual. Perfect. So, this Saturday, October 1st at 4 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, uh, I, will be, I will be hosting the One Shot for September. Uh, and if you want to watch that, that is at betterdungeonmaster.com slash watch. Uh, all of the slots to play are actually full, and uh, we, we we had to reschedule a couple times, but we finally got it nailed down, and uh, it's going to happen this Saturday for sure. Great. And then the, the next one shot is actually happening on October 22nd. Uh, I believe that's happening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, and again, you can also watch that on betterdungeonmaster.com slash watch. That is being hosted by our friend and guest of the show, Bone Daddy Rob, from This Dungeon is Occupied, uh, which is a podcast similar to How to Be a Better DM. Uh, And then if you want to sign up for the next one shot, uh, or even just get on the list for any one shots coming up, just go to betterdungeonmaster.com slash one dash shot and sign up. Uh, It's free and it's first come, first serve.
1: Great. Yeah. I I think those both sound awesome. Uh, you got you got a little tidbit of what your uh, your one-shot's going to be about uh, yes. this Saturday?
0: Yes, I do. Uh, it's it's one that I've run before, actually. Uh, so if, if you have had me run it for you, uh, you'll get a more polished version. But essentially, you and your companions get a letter from one of your friends from the town of Autumn's Grace in the north prefecture of Fairwind, and... This letter indicates that strange things have been happening in the town. A few families have gone missing, and then they've inexplicably reappeared without any notice. And their behavior has been modified somehow. They, they've, they're acting strangely. And this friend of yours, Teresa, is concerned. Though no one else in the town shares her concerns, even though the third family of, of kind of this string of events has recently disappeared and then reappeared and they're happening more close together. But anyways, uh, that's just a little taste of the one shot you'll be getting this yeah. Saturday if you watch it or play.
1: Great. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, next uh, housekeeping item is I want to give a special shout-out to all of you Spotify listeners out there. Uh, we I, I looked the other day. We have 13 reviews, uh, pretty, pretty good reviews, actually. Uh, I haven't figured out how to see sorry they're not reviews they're ratings 13 ratings on spotify i haven't figured out how to see reviews but uh they're pretty good and uh there's no names attached to them so i can't thank you by name but thank you so much you spotify listener out there uh who has found it worthy of your time to give us a five-star rating uh it's it's very humbling and we're super grateful to you for that
1: yeah, that's, that's honestly incredible. It yeah. uh, means the world to us.
0: Yeah. And if there are Apple podcast listeners out there that think Apple podcast is better than Spotify, well, you're just going to have to prove it by going and giving us some ratings, and we'll see who is the, the better podcast listener. Um, but uh, the last thing we want to do is ask you for a, a very big favor. See, only you can prevent horrible... How to Be a Better Dungeon Master episodes, and the way you do that is by going to betterdungeonmaster.com slash feedback, and give us feedback on these episodes. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I was in a Facebook group the other day, and I posted our, our show, and I said, hey, give us, some, uh, give us some information on what you think, and one person said, I miss the old seven-minute episodes. I think your episodes are too long now, so... Um, that's something to, to consider. But if you like longer episodes, you need to tell us or else we're going to do shorter episodes.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point. I'll uh, keep that in mind for my other solo podcasts. Exactly. But yeah.
0: but but don't do anything drastic until we figure out what the listener actually wants because that was just one voice nope. in... I'm going to change everything
1: <laughs> due to one comment. Everything I in love my that. life. I love that. Just realize your power over me. Just everybody. You could say that my name is bad. Changing it. I'm changing it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll do what, it. What would you change it just to? Kidding, just I like just, my
1: name. By the way, no, I'm, I'm totally joking on that one. I actually really like the name Tanner. Really? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I actually like my middle name too, Lewis, but with an E W I S. <laughs> oh, I like that um, name
0: too. Actually.
1: Yeah, I mean you got the last <laughs> name right, but yes. I've always thought like that Lewis would be a good first name, I spe- yeah. spe- specifically like spelled that way. Yes. Because I mean, there's a lot of Louis. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Louis, I don't think it's highly of, but Louis is a verse name. That's, you yeah. know, that's, that's a good one. Otherwise, I mean, you gotta love uh, Aragorn. I mean, yeah. just get Just change it <laughs> into <your name laughs> Aragorn. Why never. not?
0: I mean, I, I might be tempted to, but um, I digress. Anyways, let's get to today's main topic, which is helping players who feel disengaged or or you feel disengaged to re-engage. And the first thing I want to start with, uh and then I'll let Tanner kinda of go off and, and, and begin the the points we want to bring up and the methods. But the first thing I want I, I want to bring up is that uh it's time for a reality check. You know at some point, whether before or after trying any of these tips, you might have to come to grips with the fact that maybe that one particular player you're trying to engage in the game doesn't actually want to play D&D. They might just be playing to make you happy or they're giving it a try and they don't really grasp it yet or it just isn't their thing. So when you get to a point when you don't know how to engage an unengaged player, ask them if they really want to play. And sometimes you'll just find out that D and D isn't for them so with that reality check done let's get into our tips for engaging unengaged players tanner will you go first
1: yeah and just as a caveat at the start of this you know it's it's never wrong to uh, if a player's not enjoying themselves obviously use the tips we're going to suggest now but also if they'd rather just like back out gracefully give them that chance right mm-hmm. um but if it doesn't seem like that's what they want, like they don't necessarily want to back out gracefully, they just want to be more engaged then this this is the podcast for you. Um, but like one thing that I thought uh, was very um, is very important for engaged players uh, is you know giving them more control, like just more creative control in general, right because the whole idea about being engaged is. Uh, I mean, if you think about times in your personal life when you're unengaged, you know, a lot of times it'll happen if you're in a conversation or, you know, and you're not actually talking, you know, it's, I've had moments like that. I'm generally like a very like social person, but like if I go out on a, on a date with my wife, with some friends of hers and specifically, I don't know the husband that well. Um, He doesn't know me, you know, but uh, my wife knows uh, his wife pretty well. Then like sometimes they talk a lot and i try and you know interject and like be involved but there are moments when i'm like i'm not a part of this conversation i guess you know yeah and and it's times like that that it gets easy to get unengaged now when i'm able to contribute and that's kind of the key word here and i think a lot of our tips are going to deal with that if you're able to contribute um in a way that makes the game feel different then then your player will get re-engaged you know
0: I like that a lot, actually. Um, I know that personally for me, in school, whenever I've had to read things or, or study materials, it was really difficult for me when I felt the material didn't relate to me, like when it was just kind of esoteric or ethereal. But, but when I found that I was reading about a topic that I could, like you said, or, or, or maybe not I could, but it would contribute to me or, you know, like, because we're all in some way self-centric. Um, yep. I, I like your your idea of helping the player realize what they can do and helping them do more of that and, and putting their put it, giving them more control. And I think that's a really good point. Um, yep. One other thing that I really like to do is, and, and you know, I, I, I've thought about this uh, specifically in terms of people with ADD. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a real thing, um, but people often characterize them as just people who struggle focusing, right? But one thing I've noticed is that they don't struggle focusing on everything. You know, I've noticed that a yeah. lot of young boys, but in particular, who have ADD, manage to focus on video games for long periods of times, which means that they don't just have problems of focusing, they have problems focusing on certain things. So your, your unengaged player, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're an unengaged person, that they don't like doing things in general. Uh, so what I'd encourage you to do is Try and figure out what actually interests them outside of D&D, what things fascinate them, what things they like. And if if it's not obvious, you're going to have to do some kind of problem solving and and analysis. But, you know, ask them what sort of things they like to watch on TV. Ask them what video games they play. And and if, if you need to, start, you know, trolling or not trolling them. What's the word? Stalking them on social media. I guess you could troll them, but <laughs> hopefully you do it in a, in a nice way. But um, <laughs> uh, You're stalk like, them on social hey, media. And,
1: hey, you suck! Tell me what you <laughs> like about games.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But 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 essentially, you know, like figure out stuff that they actually have interests in. You know, for example, like if someone was uh, or stalking me. Gosh, why can't I remember that word? But if someone was stalking me on social media, they'd find out that. You know, I spend time with my wife, I have hydroponic garden in my house, and I do 3D printing, and those are all facets that you can kind of dissect and put into a game because, and, and maybe I'm not the perfect example, but let's say someone has an interest in cars. Well, what's the best thing to do with that? Then you start putting mechanical uh, monsters or problems into your game, and hopefully that should interest your uninterested person because it's, it's bringing in one of their interests From outside of the game into the game if that makes sense yeah
1: I love it because I think uh, there's so many aspects about I mean the great thing about D&D is that it's a whole world right that's Mm -hmm. why we have different skills that have nothing to do with fighting right because Mm -hmm. there's so many things it's essentially you could treat it like life now but just like in a fantasy world Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: like from you know a few centuries ago (laughs) and that's what's amazing is like, hey, if they if they aren't down for just the typical talking to an NPC about, you know, something quest related and then combat and then some exploration and, and treasure. I, I mean, I'm guessing they're going to be interested in some aspect of that, but it might get rote for them. Yeah. Uh, and they might get unengaged. If that's the case, be like, okay, well, let's spice this up. Let's throw in any of the numerous other uh, things in life that make it interesting. Uh, and that kind of like, you know, I think, like you said, you know, finding out their what TV shows they like, you know, what video games, uh, like different things like that. That's a great way to get started, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can find out what kind of themes they like in games. Like if they like Elden Ring or Game of Thrones, then you know some of these darker themes might be their jam. And it's like, hey, got to tap into that more. Exactly. Uh, But if they're like, oh, no, I love uh, like Aragon, then you're like, okay, so more of a light fantasy, more like typical, but like a lot more dragons, I guess, Um, you know, whatever it is. And that's actually kind of leads into my one of my tips, uh, which is specifically like side arcs, because the thing is, if someone's unengaged, maybe you've been stuck with the main campaign for too long, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Justin here from How To Be A Better DM. We are weeks away from releasing our new actual play D&D show. It's gonna be called Pact and Boon, and we're really excited about it. I wanted to take a second today to introduce the character that I'm gonna be playing in the show, Jolland Gray. Jolland is a six foot tall earth ganasi, and he has tan skin that is almost the color of red canyon rock. He has black onyx eyes and a scar that runs from right above his left eye to right below his left eye. He has a large chestnut colored beard and hair, and he's actually balding on the top of his head. He has a bit of a punch, he's, he's, he's a bit uh, portly. He's always smiling, which is why most people actually call him Jolly. At any given moment, you can expect Jolly to be wearing luxurious clothing because he was a very successful businessman and he loves the luxuries of society. When he's traveling as an adventurer though, he wears as much armor as he can. You see, Jolly is an artificer, specifically an armorer. Jolly used to run and own a very successful tavern before it burned down. And because of that, he's very good at brewing alcohol and is actually somewhat of a connoisseur. Jolly hails from the town of Okrendel in Northern Ghast, which is the northernmost country on the continent of Rel in the world of Calignus. Jolly is a happy-go-lucky person and really, the only thing motivating him right now is revenge. If you wanna find out why Jolly wants revenge so badly, and for what, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash PACTNBoon, that's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N, and put in your name and email so you can get notified when Pact and Boon is released.
1: Uh, maybe they just feel like they've kind of been like pushed railroaded in in some aspect towards like, oh, the big bad and everything you as the DM have planned along the way. So just, you know, take a pit stop. Instead, be like, okay uh, let's do a side arc where you know, I think DMs, like I was mentioning, they're a little protective of their work <laughs> and so they, they maybe don't allow players to be as creative because they're like, oh, I don't want my players to be creative in terms of coming up with like a really cool sword because that'll break the game or be really creative in terms of like certain relationships or funny solves for things because like oh man i meant for this to be a hard battle no instead like have a side arc that is like you know what they're on a boat and they are traveling upriver to go to a vacation island and everything goes wrong but like they also like do a lot of ship type stuff you know and it's kind of like them managing a ship and that's like very different but if they're people who are into pirates of the caribbean that's their jam you know and it's a nice little way to rekindle their creative uh spirit you know
0: agreed and and on the show we talk a lot about the virtues of doing one shots and there's no harm in doing one shots within the arc of your campaign uh and and they don't have to even be called one shots um you essentially, yep. you know, you can take any of these one-shot type adventures, change things here and there, and put them within your your campaign, as Tanner is saying, and you have a nice break, as it were, without really taking a break. And even <clears throat> I just started watching the show *Demon Slayer*. Uh, have you have you heard of that, Tanner? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, a
1: girl with the bamboo thing in her mouth, his yeah. brother, that whole thing. Yeah, great.
0: Yeah, it, it's super popular right now, and uh, I, I highly recommend it. Um, but spoiler alert, in case you are planning on watching it, but uh, around like episode... Gosh, I don't even know. Like episode five, essentially, um, he goes to... The main character goes to the big city and essentially meets the big bad boss, like face-to-face, right? And then the next episode he he does a little bit in the city and then the next episode he's basically <laughs> the way that the way they work they get missions from crows essentially yeah uh the crow tells him to leave the city and go do something else and me as you know a very linear, linear thinker i'm thinking wait but the big bad guy's there why is he leaving you know but the way the story goes it, it's much more delightful because you know that there's this big bad guy in the background and it's kind of building this tension but it it goes on this full long detour which then turns out to not be a detour so if you feel like putting in one of these kind of side arcs is jarring don't feel that way because it's not uh at at least if you don't make it that way
1: yeah because you can still tie it back in Mm -hmm. like at the end uh, into the big bad or you just add, add it as like a wonderful little exactly. little break uh, and you know like I had some while I was thinking about this I was like oh there's so many side arcs that you could do that would change everything up for a bit right for like exactly. two or three sessions you know like you could do a squid game style death game where it's like oh the players slept in and they wake up they're in the middle of an arena you know or, is, <laughs> you know, yeah. or it's like oh your characters are obviously kind of done with like the combat and everything and some of them have side hobbies maybe they get together to create a store or like a stand at a local farmer's market and there's kind of a business rivalry and that sounds like such a funny like little side thing where you can still do all the roles maybe a combat or two but it's just totally a different flavor and i think um, if you especially base the side arc off of something that you found out about that player uh, like you said you know earlier then then you got yeah you got an engaged player immediately you know
0: agreed and on the note of having them you know do stores or restaurants or things uh, part of me wonders if maybe some players become disengaged because they aren't aware of all the things that they actually can do with their character like I wonder if my current group even knows that you know they can start businesses or do things in between quests. You know, and and have these other non-quest related long-term goals, and and so that might be something to also add in, in helping your players understand that they can do those things and helping them really expand their creativity. Um, yep. But let's let's do a quick intermission. Hop back to our warm-up of uh, earlier in the show. So Tanner, in this situation, you've created your character, your new kind of long-term NPC uh, but the player who said they were never going to come back has come back and now you have to get rid of this extra character how do you do it
1: okay going with the theme of our uh, episode today about engaging players uh, what I would do is have the least engaged player go for an outing with uh, with Dunder the the halfling cleric um, dunder would be like
0: hey i've noticed you've been
1: down no you don't need to lie to me you know just like like really (laughs) be up in that person's face and be like you know what let me take you to my favorite place and then his favorite place is a waterfall or something i'm gonna say waterfall here uh Mm -hmm. where when he was a kid he would go a lot when his parents died and You know that's where he's first started like falling in love with nature and feeling peace and that kind of led him to uh, his faith and why he became a cleric so what's going to happen is he goes there and then they share like a good moment and then out of the blue something horrific happens right like for example um, from the you know maybe from the top of the waterfall a giant rock falls and then uh, the player rolls uh, rolls a checking and is able to escape, but Dunder doesn't, and he's just done, dirt. Uh, and <laughs> then, and then like he, the player looks up and and there's like a shadow, and someone obviously like left and had pushed it, or you could go the more classic route and it's like oh there's a giant octopus arm that reaches out grabs dunder and just drags him like drags him away and then i could always bring him back later it Um, it
0: drags dunder under is that what you're saying dunder
1: under yep that's (laughs) you got it we're just so in sync i love this um Yeah. yeah so that's that's what i'm saying dunder went under uh thunder yeah (laughs)
0: the thunderous waterfall yep I love it I love it Uh, well continuing on with our tips for engaging your disengaged players uh, the last one I think I'm going to share today is secrets Uh, and I I think one way to help your unengaged player re-engage is to involve them in a conspiracy well not really like a conspiracy but kind of a conspiracy Because everyone loves juicy secrets. So while you're at the table, try incorporating whispers to a singular player or having everyone but one player leave the room or text individual players. Uh, If you do that, I would say make it a little bit uh, obvious that someone's getting a text with specific information because even if your unengaged player isn't the player involved in the secret, they're still going to wonder, they're still going to be like, Wait, what does that person know that I don't know? They're going to speculate as to what might be happening, and this is going to involve their mind and hopefully spark their curiosity, which triggers interest, if nothing else. And if you can't find a way to do it at the table, try to find ways to do it in between sessions. But if you do that, again, you're going to have to use the unengaged player as the accomplice, uh, the person who knows the secrets. Otherwise, they're never going to know the secrets uh, because, you know, you have to make curiosity or intrigue and and make sure to use phrases like pretend you don't know this or don't tell anyone else again this this kind of puffs them up a little bit and gives them a prompt for how they should role play Uh, and you know everyone's lied a little bit so they they know how to do it but but it really kind of you're you're feeding them a little bit of the intrigue and curiosity and and, and interest that can help them uh, spice up kind of how they're playing D&D.
1: Yeah, and and even going along with that, I think allowing the secrets that you have with your characters to be uh, substantial, you know? Uh, I think that that can... Because going back to my original point, if you are so protective of your game that you don't include players in the creative process in a way that actually affects everybody else and affects the story, then they're not going to care. So if you give them a secret, it's like, oh my goodness, you found out there was... 10 pieces of gold in a brick under the wall that's not going to do anything you know that's going to be like oh cool so my character comes back and he's 10 gold richer yeah whatever (laughs) you know versus being like you actually were the person who killed that character's sister you know um and like you come up with that together and you like really try and keep that a secret then that's like you know that that's some real meaty Uh, Like engagement that you're going to get there, you know?
0: You may be asking yourself, how do I get more out of How to Be a Better DM? You probably want even more tips, more entertainment, or perhaps just exclusive access to a secret society of people bent on ruling the world. Well, we don't actually have desires to rule the world, but it does sound like what you want and what you need is to join our Patreon. You'll get access to our private Discord, which will give you direct access to all the hosts of this show, as well as our other Dungeon Masters who are just like you. You'll also be able to make fan requests for How to Be a Better DM. And lastly, you just help support the show, so we can give you ever better content. If you want to join the Patreon, go to sessionzerostudios.com and join our Patreon today.
1: and it actually kind of like um it kind of brings up something uh, that I thought of which was uh you know letting players create and or control uh, NPCs that's kind of like one of the biggest forms of secret keeping in the game like period right Mm -hmm. Uh, like you know sometimes I I, I listen to a few uh, like uh, tabletop you know live play podcasts and some of them, you know, they have like improv, like people who are trained in improv and what they're really good at is yes. And, you know, where they're like, Oh, you know, you got to get a lot of back and forth and kind of buying into the imagination. Um, and some of them, like there's a specific podcast, uh, called the campaign podcast, uh, they are very good at like oh if there's just some random throwaway NPC they'll let a player like just jump in and pretend to be that shopkeeper and he'll, it'll be hilarious you know <laughs> and so like I think that things like that or a more substantial kind of in- involvement having the player uh, play kind of a recurring side character you know in addition to their main character or even the villain you know uh, maybe not the huge villain cause you know i know that's a lot but like there's a lot of side the boss mini bosses along the way and having like a player kind of like pitch some to you and then like oh you just every once in a while pepper that in and they get to act like weird and maniacal and all the kind of things that we kind of wish we could do with our players but we don't with our characters i mean but we don't because we don't want to ruin it for everyone else Mm -hmm. let them create an npc with you know uh, you know, and be creative as they want. If you're worried, do it on a side arc. You know, it's like, oh, so they're having that, they're making a bakery, and then the rival bakery, that they're going to go to the fair and, like, compete against each other. Maybe the player, uh, one of the players, plays the uh, the baker, and he, like, has an accent and all that. You know, and he's kind of goofy. You know, you just play with it. I think that's a great way to give players some some change, and also some creative uh, license.
0: I really like that too. Anything to help the DM outsource uh, is is a good tip in my book. And that, that should take some time, effort, and stress off of your table and hopefully put it back in the player's table, the player's hands, uh, and actually make it more fun for them. So I, I really, yeah. really like that tip. So in conclusion... Uh, here are some tips to help you engage those unengaged players. There's probably a lot more tips. Uh, and actually, we'd encourage you to send those to us and, 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 and open up a conversation. You know, you can reach out to us on Instagram at howtobeabetterdm, which is also the place where we will be having a giveaway coming up soon here. Uh, so keep an eye out for information on that. Uh, but thank you for being here, listener. Tanner, any parting words for our wayward adventurer today?
1: Um, honestly, I just hope that you guys have the best campaigns and that the players who are engaged, you know, are able to get that engagement and kind of liven up the game again, because I think that will make everybody happier.
0: Agreed. Make sure you have the best of campaigns, the best of sessions. We'll be back next week for the best of episodes. Until then, let's go ahead and roll initiative.